0: Yay! It's Movie Mastery in Theaters Now Edition. Two in a row? Oh my god. It's like we're just pumping out content as fast as we get it.
1: I guess that's true. Although, I feel like it was just because we really
0: had a known winner for sure. Oh yeah, 100%. The winner of this month's In Theaters Now was Warcraft. That's correct. Yeah, it's the Warcraft movie. So, I am John, your host, my co-host, Jeff is here. We saw Warcraft, and boy, howdy, we're going to tell you about it first. No spoilers, just in case you still haven't seen it, and you want to just listen to a bit of a review first, and then we are going to dive directly into all of the shenanigans that go on, specifically.
1: Every little spoiler. Who lives, who dies, who fucks it's everyone
0: everyone Everyone lives and dies and fucks
1: well yeah it's mostly true of humanity i just didn't know that they were going to film all of it
0: (laughs) i didn't realize all of humanity was getting filmed here (laughs) so uh so warcraft warcraft generically uh let me just go ahead and say kind of a forgettable movie what what movie yeah exactly
1: oh okay yeah
0: (laughs) yeah yes like, it's, uh, it's, it is definitely a movie. Like, normally when we're reviewing the movies and they're real bad, we come out and we're like, oh my God, that was insanely terrible. But I still remember it just because of how bad it was.
1: Yeah, I think it was notable when we were stepping out and our, our friend of the show, Brian, was asking us, uh, what did you guys rank that on a scale from Dungeons and Dragons oh, to no, that was, the Oh, no, that was me. That was your joke? I'm yeah. sorry. I'm stealing your joke and giving it to Brian. <laughs> don't I'm do the that. Worst Brian kind- doesn't make jokes. I'm the worst kind of joke thief. I'm not even <laughs> taking it for myself. You don't even want the credit. You just want me not to have it. I'm the Robin Hood of jokes. <laughs> I steal from the rich and give to Brian.
0: <laughs> As Robin Hood was known to do.
1: <laughs> oh, Brian of Nottingham, you shall have such jokes money i guess money jokes (laughs)
0: those jokes are money
1: those jokes are so money
0: (laughs) Ah, that's right calling things money that's the kind of on the edge joke humor that you can expect from us referencing a movie from like fucking 15 years ago
1: swingers it's older than that oh is it i'm sure it is i think it's about 22 years old right now god
0: uh that movie can drink now and go to vegas baby (laughs) so awful. I,
1: Florence was watching... Oh, excuse me. My girlfriend was watching that the other day. And, uh, oh, my... I, I walked in. I was like, nope, no swingers, and just left again. Because it is, it is atrocious.
0: Oh, yeah, man. You're trying to watch that movie, and you got these claws and these teeth, man. And you're like, how am I going to watch this movie? <laughs> references. I'm just going to keep making references to swingers instead of Warcraft. Fair enough. <laughs> so, yeah. It is... It's just so... There's there's nothing. It's not, I'm going to say this, it's not terrible. Like, you're watching it, and it's a very pretty movie. They did a really good job with the CGI, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, The sets are interesting, so visually very, very interesting. Yeah. I mean, some of the
1: monsters looked super cool in action, of the very few monsters that make up this movie, by the way. So let's... I mean, not to spoil anything too much, but this is very much a battle between orcs and humans.
0: Yeah, this is very much the first Warcraft game, orcs versus humans, Yeah, before you got into a lot of the other races or any of the deep lore of the world. It's just sort of, all right, orcs and humans are punching each other, so that's fun.
1: Yeah. So, uh, let's see. Things to say about this movie without spoiling it. God, Okay. Uh, let's see. Dominic Cooper plays King Lane. King, uh, and, no, it's not Anduin Lane. Is it Anduin Lane? I don't remember. Anyway, uh, Dominic Cooper plays the king. I think it's Ben Foster, who's, I'm not sure, who's it's playing. Foster the People. It's, yeah. a- well, whoever, playing Anduin Lothar, who's your main character in this.
0: It's Ben Folds Foster the People. And he he is... plays Lothar.
1: Yeah, Ben Folds Foster the People is in this, and he plays Lothar, who is your main character, a sort of Aragorn type. Let's just go ahead and, that's, that's basically what he is.
0: <clears throat> yeah. It's... It's so very generic. Fantasy is the problem that I have with it. Is Warcraft, in and of itself, as a property, is very funny. Like that's the whole point of Warcraft. Yeah, it's, it's kind of cartoony, silly, and it's a cultural mishmash. It's I mean, if any movie ever
1: was going to be sort of a like a, a tongue in of, cheek, tongue in cheek, maybe star Leslie Nielsen in there some way if, if he was still alive. <laughs> That kind of thing, you know, people are making little jokes here and there, and there's music stings and so on. It would be Warcraft.
0: Yeah, the whole point of Warcraft the video game was, I'm going to click on this unit until it says something stupid. Like, that was the whole point of that game.
1: How, how great would that have been if that was in this movie? If someone just kept poking the main character until he finally said something funny? Right? That that would have been amazing. Instead, he just kind of dowers his way through the movie and gripes about his son. And
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. The, it's so generic fantasy that i i can't recall too much specific about it even though i just saw it because there was nothing really to grab on to
1: the one thing i'll give this movie that's different than most other generic fantasy movies is that it really does and and i'm going to credit the director duncan jones for this uh that it really does sort of try to tell the story of both sides so you see the orcs point of view a lot and normally orcs in a movie are Guys that they don't show on screen for very long, so you don't have to see how cheap the Halloween mask
0: is.
1: (laughs) Where in this movie, they're, you know, about the top half of their face is human and the bottom half of their face is CGI. It's a a little messy, but mostly they they do a good job conveying them, not just, you know, giving them a story and emotions and and motives and so on, but also the physicality of the orcs is definitely worth checking out.
0: Yeah, like I said, the CGI in this, real well done. Yeah. The orcs are just wall-to-wall graphics. But they're done real well, and instead of being like, oh, orcs are just sort of buff humans, they are very distinctly huge. I get
1: the impression they probably spent a tremendous amount of money just to get the few scenes in this movie that are just orcs, just orcs hanging out with other orcs and doing orc stuff. Because there's, I mean, you can tell a lot of this movie was trying to save money by being like, all right, so what's happening in this scene? Okay, it's a dark corridor that's basically just stone so we don't, we can use a castle and not really have to pay a lot of extra money for things. Yeah. And two humans are talking. <laughs> Enter another human. Then one human leaves. So, it's very I mean, it looks like it's trying to do a game of thrones thing where it's just some dirty characters talking in corridors. But uh ultimately, they do enough extra touches from the Warcraft universe to give you a feel that it's not, you know, I It's not quite, in the name of the king, a dungeon siege tale levels of of, (laughs) abhorrent or ugly. I mean, one of the things I thought also was very pleasant about this movie was that they got the Warcraft armor thing right.
0: Yeah, you got the huge shoulder pads. Unreasonably ornate swords. Yeah, your shields are just absolutely useless in normal combat.
1: Yeah, And, uh, and, and the magic is all very pretty looking.
0: Yeah, but again, the problem with that is they didn't really do a lot of, like, there are a couple little bits in there, some Easter eggs, but a lot of the magic in this is just sort of, I magicked at things.
1: Yeah, there's a lot of telekinesis being the core magic power that, and and that's something we saw in, like, the Dungeons & Dragons movie as well, is, okay, we're, we're telling a story from a set world, a world that has sort of a long, rich history of what magic does and looks like, all the way back to the very first Warcraft, you know, wizards can shoot a fireball, throw up a wall of ice, turn people into sheep, And, you know, they do all that stuff in this movie, but what they do a lot more of is blue energy holds you against a wall.
0: Yeah, there's a lot of blue energy in this.
1: Yeah. A lot of the force with a visual seems to be kind of the the general magic power. So before we dive into the spoiler section, for people who are fans of the Warcraft
0: universe, there's not a whole lot for you, honestly. No. The thing is, if you already know the lore of Warcraft, you're just sort of watching this going like, Oh, that's some neat visuals. Yeah, and if you're a real big fan of the lore, like, I,
1: I'm i not, I haven't read any of the books or anything like that, but I, I read my lore back when Burning Crusade came out for World of Warcraft, and I was like, I want to know who all these people in Honor Hold are and what they're talking about. So I looked it all up on Wikipedia and so on. I, I know just enough to be grumpy by all the things that they cut out, uh. which is not a good place to be in. <laughs> so... I was, I spent most of my time going, where's Alaria Windrunner? Uh.
0: Yeah, and if you know nothing about Warcraft, you will go in there and follow the story, because it's not very complex, and it's just sort of, hey, fantasy things are happening, and we need to do fantasy stuff. Yeah. So there you go. Uh, general, overall, before we get into the spoilers, I'm going to say you can probably give this one a pass if you're huge into Warcraft. You're probably already gonna go see it anyway, mm-hmm. and at least it won't be terrible to watch.
1: I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and say my score on this for a pre spoiler. I'm gonna give this thing a two. <laughs> Maybe no, you know what? I'm gonna give it a two and a half. It's a halfway decent movie.
0: Eh, it's halfway to being decent.
1: There you go. Just so that you can listen to you don't have to listen to the very, very end if you don't want to to hear where I came down on this. It's like a C plus. It's it's not really worth seeing, but there are worse ways to spend your time.
0: Yeah. All right, so we'll be right back with Spoilers. And we are back. So back. And now, actual details of the movie. Let me, let me right off the bat, just say, not enough Easter eggs.
1: No, very, very few. They, there's a, a shot of someone turning someone else into a sheep, and then he kind of breaks down how the sheep spell works in World of Warcraft, which I thought was amusing. He's like,
0: oh, it only works on the simple-minded, and it lasts for about a minute.
1: That was funny. There is one shot of a murloc... Yep. And the Murloc is terrible looking, by the way.
0: Well, it's just the back of the Murloc, and it just stands there. It watches some people ride by on a bridge. And that same scene is one of the only other ones where you see one of the summoning stones for getting a group together in World of Warcraft is in the background as well.
1: Yes. And then right after that, those characters ride into Elwynn Forest, where you can hear gnolls in the background. You don't see any gnolls.
0: But you can hear that Knoll laugh.
1: Yeah, kind of noisy. So there's there's Knolls that exist in the universe, but not that you have to see them. I, the people who are with us were were swearing that that counts as Hogger being in the movie. No, no, Hogger should actually come out and attack them. There should have been a Knoll fight right there. That would have been something interesting.
0: See, the the thing for me is it didn't have enough feel of how goofy this movie is. Yeah, like if even if just uh, when they were on the horses going by, if there had been say, a wanted poster for Hogger sitting there. Yeah,
1: that would have been perfectly fine. Or if, for example, there was a peasant in the way on the road, and he said something like, more work, as he ran off. Yeah. That would have been fine. Anything. Anything like that. Any little jokes from the Warcraft movie or from the Warcraft universe would have been great in the Warcraft movie. Instead you get some interesting bits of historical lore that who could give a shit about, you know, like, oh, this is how Deadwind Pass is all dead.
0: Oh yeah, no, it takes itself so seriously, and it's a property that is mostly humorous and then has some serious bits to it. And this movie just tries to ignore all of that and go full serious.
1: Yeah. yeah. The, I, most of the humor bits in the movie are like a guy punches another guy. And it's funny because it makes a loud noise. That's the kind of joke you should expect from this if you're looking for one at all. Also, the... The guy playing Medivh kind of insults the guy playing Cadgar a bunch of times. Oh, yeah.
0: Cadgar is basically the only character in here that's allowed to be comedic because he's the goofy foil mage where Medivh as the guardian is the, like, super serious mage. Yes. So the only one who gets to be made fun of at all or sort of put into situations that are semi-comedic is Cadgar.
1: Yeah. So the movie opens with a bunch of orc stuff, and they are on the other side of the dark portal. And they are getting ready to open the big dark portal, and we get introduced to uh, three or four orc characters who will matter throughout the film.
0: Yeah, we Uh, get our Durotan and his wife. Draca. And
1: she's so pregnant. She's very pregnant, and and I'm going to be honest, she is one of the cooler-looking characters in the movie. Because the only other female orc that you really see doing anything is Gerina, which is played by Paula Patton. And Garona is on screen a lot because she's a hot woman in green face paint. Yeah. She's doing the Zoe Saldana thing.
0: Yeah, you get a lot of Garona, you get uh, a little bit of Draca, and occasionally, in scenes, I specifically was looking for this, I would just look to see which ones were female that were fighting. And there were plenty. Oh, yeah, you definitely see them mixed in there, but you don't really have main characters that are lady orcs outside of that.
1: Yeah. I I mean, I was amazed to learn that this movie, by watching it, it passes the Bechdel test. (laughs) I was I was I figured there'd only be like two female characters tops, but you know Paula Patton is in this, and and I swear they they put fake Halloween fangs in her mouth, and they were like good enough, <laughs> Sla- fine Sla- that's that's fine because every other orc is a CGI wonderland, you know their their hands are bigger than their heads, they have they, there's a shot of Durotan scratching himself with his thumb and his thumbnail is as big as half his face, <laughs> which is sort of like a throwback to how the game has always given them way too big of hands so they can look all action-y. But in this, they just adopted it. That's what they look like. They look like grotesque weirdos.
0: Which, again, one of those things where it's a detail that could have been used to make this more Warcrafty, And it was nice that it was in there, but it doesn't really add much flavor outside of that. All
1: it really did for me was detract from the fact that Garona is clearly not CGI'd in the slightest. Every other orc is and because she is half something, they they don't explain her parentage in this movie.
0: No. Although although they hint
1: at it. Yeah, And and the hint that they throw out is a weird retcon to the storyline of the actual Warcraft lore. If we're going to dive into Warcraft lore spoilers.
0: Yeah, the fact that they were kind of insinuating that Medivh is Garona's. Dad. Dad,
1: yeah, that that was something that happened. Ugh. That was a little weird,
0: super weird. Uh, anyway,
1: they, so we don't—they didn't want to set her up to be half Draenei because the Draenei are in this movie for a hot goddamn second.
0: Yeah, they they are in there at the start, and I was like, oh shit, fucking Draenei! I love Draenei. Like as a guy who plays World of Warcraft, I have like ten level one hundred characters, and probably seven of them are Draenei.
1: Yeah, they're just cool looking, and they have a fun accent. Yeah. If you're playing Alliance, then your options are fairly thin, unless you're me and you love dwarves. <laughs> but anyway, there's Draenei in this movie, briefly begging for their lives, which is shut down by the big bad of the movie, uh, Gul'dan.
0: Oh, Gul'dan. And Gul'dan is is probably one of my favorite guys in this. He does a good job of being an evil dude. Yeah, like-
1: he's he's convincingly evil and very creepy looking. He doesn't even quite look like an orc. The, the way that they've got the hood on him kind of gives him a shovel face that's different than the other orcs. He's very cool-looking, very evil. Yeah, he and, looks very corrupted. And I do love his initial line, because the first thing that happens with him is one of the drenai is begging uh, Garina for, for the life of her child. Like, uh, please just save my baby. And, that's, and so she conveys that to Gul'dan, and Gul'dan just says, but I need all of them yeah and i was like oh that's a great evil he's not even he's just being practical
0: no he's not even like ah but i need to torture this baby he's like no i need all those souls
1: no i need every one of them souls for by the way let's get this out of the way in this movie demons are more like a side effect than an actual plotting like foe
0: well the thing is they did not want to introduce the concept of the burning crusade yeah or the burning legion yeah the burning the burning legion in this because they were like you know what We do not need to also be like, all right, and here's a bunch of big old demons, and we'll deal with that later. And you know
1: what? That's going to introduce Illidan, so let's get through him. And then Illidan's got to have a guy to fight, so this is Arthas. And then, you know what? Here's some fucking pandas. Whatever. Have fun. (laughs) Time travel, by the way.
0: Uh... (laughs) No,
1: they don't do any of that. So instead, the fell is just green evil magic, which is powered by pulling the life
0: out of humans. Yeah, so instead of it being like, oh, these orcs turned green because they drank demon blood, it's just Gul'dan goes, ah, zip, zap, zoobity, you're green now. Yeah, and I pulled the life out of some th- some other
1: living things to give it to you, and the side effect is it turns you green. Wee-woo. So that's that's the fell now, and that's going to become a running theme throughout this movie is that uh, other than the mention of the word warlock once and the fact that Kirin Tor exists, you don't know what class anyone is. That's not a big deal.
0: No, which even then you can kind of tell for most people it's just, what is this? Warriors, a couple mages, and a warlock, and that's it. Well, the thing I, the thing I kept finding myself noting is that one of the,
1: a couple of the most iconic classes of what makes Warcraft, Warcraft, I mean, not just talking about World of Warcraft with its way too many classes, but going all the way back to the first game, your orcs versus humans, is that uh, spellcasters are super common in this universe. There's only maybe like two classes tops that aren't spellcasters of some kind. Huh. You got your warriors, you got your rogues. And I guess, depending on how you look at it, hunters. But, I mean, paladins, which are a mainstay of the human army, cast all kinds of nonsense pink and white magic all the goddamn time.
0: And I was really surprised that there was no paladin at all in this movie.
1: Yeah, I was expecting at least a a charge of some human paladins, like at least once, doing cool, you know, glowy white shield stuff and swinging super hammers. But no, all the humans instead are just sword guy.
0: Well, yeah, because all the humans are... Just very grounded, they're very normal people, and if you aren't one of the main characters, you have a helmet on because you are an NPC.
1: Yes. So that was that was something else I found disappointing, along with the fact that Garena ends up fighting with a big-ass spear. There's even a scene where someone hands her a dagger, and I'm like, oh, sweet, she's getting her daggers, this is going to be good. Oh, no, she's just going to spear around.
0: Yeah, I was like, oh, finally, she's going to be the only rogue in this movie. We're going to
1: see a reference to rogues. That's going to be kind of interesting, but no, you don't get that either. Yeah. And that, I feel like that was a failing that they should have known about going in because of the Dungeons & Dragons movie, where your main character was, what are you? Oh, I'm an adventurer or something. I don't know. And, and I hang out with this dwarf and this other just sort of adventure guy and an elf Hey. And none of us cast spells or do anything interesting. Woo! Hey, this has
0: nothing to do with the setting that we're from. Yeah, it's, the,
1: it's those little setting details that I feel like can make and break a video game. And I understand their reticence because of the failure of video, video games movies in the past. But Warcraft has so much exposure that people going to see it are going to expect to see the touchstones of the genre they're looking at. Otherwise, it's just generic fantasy movie, except the orcs are
0: more CGI than usual. And that's exactly what it was. Yeah. So you go into the movie and you're like... Oh, there's some orcs, and they're invading, and there's some humans, and they're defending, and this is very fantasy. You've got an arch wizard, and he's all wizardy and has vaguely defined powers. Whee! Oh, would you guess he gets corrupted? You're right.
1: Woo! I mean, Even if you didn't already know that story, that's it's still very up- telegraphed from early in the movie that he's going to be a corrupted bad guy. Yeah. So, uh, okay. So, anyway, they open up the dark portal, and they send through... Uh, Gul'dan opens up the dark portal, and he sends through a a little unit of bat- uh, of orcs and uh one of them is Draca who is too pregnant to go through a portal so she she gives birth to a dead baby and then uh Gul'dan breathes it to life by killing a nearby deer.
0: Yeah, he sucks the soul out of a deer and then I- be rez's thrall.
1: Yeah, he battle rez's thrall who who never gets called thrall in the movie. He gets called Goel, which is his baby name once.
0: Yeah, he gets called Jorel a few times yeah. and that's it.
1: So uh anyway, he gets turned into a little green baby by the Super Magic. And the only thing I really liked about that sequence was that the deer that the killed off to Rez uh Thrall was at least a cool looking Warcrafty deer. It had extra horns on it for no reason. And that's that's definitely a Warcraft touch point is to give them all all the animals in the universe are
0: like crazy different looking. Oh yeah. I and I was kinda hoping we'd see something from Elwyn forest when they went in there like princess or something i know right you you really want some touch points to these worlds i mean there's a shot that's clearly
1: of the orcs raising westfall yeah and i was like oh that's kind of cool let's see westfall show me show me a farm with some scarecrow robots and no no, no we're not doing that instead it's just humans fleeing for their lives just you, you know that scene in in uh the two towers where all those farm people are running away from all those angry mountain men it's just that scene, except the mountain men are orcs.
0: Yeah, it's man. I wish there was more in this movie. That was
1: crazy. So they go through the dark portal, and then we cut to uh, I don't even remember I think, which character it is that's hanging out in the dwarf because they they show Ironforge, and Ironforge is very pretty looking. It's uh, it's very dwarfy, and there's one human who's visiting, and I yeah, can't it's remember. Lothar. It's Lothar. Okay. So Lothar is visiting Ironforge, and he's hanging around with uh, whichever king it is at that point. Probably Muradin. It's either Muradin or Magni, and who gives a shit. He's hanging out with one of the dwarf kings, and uh, the dwarf king is introducing him to the concept of the gun, which the dwarves have just invented.
0: They're like, hey, look at this. This is a crazy awesome thing we just made.
1: Also, you're going to have a whole bunch of these at the end of the movie. Like, just a shitload of them. So he shows up a gun, then another dwarf comes running in, and that's got to be one of the best-looking scenes in the movie if you're... Me, and you really wanted to laugh at a dumb movie? Because the dwarves in this movie are appealingly stylized, to put it mildly. They, They look like someone took a normal human and just grabbed him by the sides and pulled him out like an accordion.
0: Yeah, I mean, they don't really look like Warcraft dwarves. They instead just look like someone went nuts with the warp tool.
1: They look like the dwarf from the game Dragon's Crown. And if if you don't know what I'm talking about, it's because the only thing you remember from the Dragon's Crown is the Mage's Walk animation. And now you know what I'm talking about. Well. John knew already. And I'm not wrong, am I? Because they look like clouds made out of crag.
0: Yeah, it's weird. They're real weird looking. Which is good, because they're only in the
1: movie for a hot goddamn second. Same thing for the elves, which are in the movie for no time.
0: Yeah, they have like a line from an elf, and that is it.
1: Done. We're set on elves. Thank you. There's even one of the things that I thought was just a terrible lampshade to a scene is when Paula Patton is introduced. I'm sorry, when Garona is introduced to King Lane later in the film, and she's like, "I'm an orc," and he's like, "I know all the races of the of the Seven Kingdoms, and I have never heard of orc." And you're like, "Man, don't even mention the other races of the Seven Kingdoms if you're not going to show them." Like, this is such a humany movie. Let's get this going on. Show me something cool. Give me some gnomes. Let me see a centaur or a gnome or or whatever. Show me a naga swimming around in the background. Something.
0: Yeah, but you're not going to get centaurs. They're over on the other continent.
1: Yeah, they're over in Kalimdor, which means we have to wait for the next movie. (laughs) Ah. Oh, my gosh. Anyway, so this is your one chance to see cool dwarves being crazy looking. And then uh, Lothar gets sent back home because there's orcs marching throughout the lands and killing and pillaging.
0: Yeah, and this is going to have a back and forth of... Mostly just orcs being like, I'm Duratan and I don't want to fight regular humans because this is boring and uh, they aren't even armed.
1: Oh, my God. I just remember that this movie opens with a shot that has nothing to do with anything.
0: Oh, yeah. it It basically has an opening of a video game shot, which is just a guy who then faces down an orc and then that's it. And it just cuts to like credits.
1: Yeah, it just cuts to the opening credits and then off to the dark portal before orcs have met humans. So whenever that fight happened, it's not like it matters or that we get to see it again or anything.
0: No, and it also would have no way to take place within this movie.
1: Yeah, so that's, that's weird. And the story behind that is a real story, which is that that, that one shot, that five-minute kind of intro to this film, is a tech demo that was used to sell the concept of the movie. And then they just stuck it on there anyway. Yeah. And they didn't integrate it. Like, for example, the Deadpool movie was based on a tech demo, and you've all seen the tech demo for the Deadpool movie, which is him sitting on the bridge drawing a little picture, and then he falls into a car and beats everyone up. Remember that? Yeah. Yeah, and that's an awesome. They,
0: they made that part of the movie.
1: Yeah, they made it part of the movie, and they integrated it into the movie. It doesn't look different, where this five-minute cutscene at the beginning of this is very different looking.
0: Yes. It is very much like a little mini trailer.
1: Yeah. It, it, it's way better than the rest of the movie. It's like, oh, that's cool. That's all stylized and shot from weird angles and... I can't wait to watch this. Oh, never mind. Uh. Anyway, uh, there's a lot of back and forth as the humans refuse to believe in the existence of orcs. uh, And then they fight some orcs and capture two orcs. uh, And then kill one of the orcs they captured, leaving Garona alive. And then, uh, let's see, the queen of Stormwind is nice to Garona. By the way, that's playing the queen, Queen Lane or whatever her name is. Uh, That's Ruth Negga, who was in, uh, like, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and is is now on Preacher. I didn't know she was going to be in this movie, so I was very pleasantly surprised. I was
0: like, oh, hey, look at you.
1: Oh, I like her. That's great. Also, she kicks off an interesting trend in this movie, which is that apparently the cinematic version of Warcraft is allowed to have Asian and black humans.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, not as main characters, really. No, no, you
1: get to see them in the background, but still, you apparently can roll them up and run around as them in this this universe, which is weird, because as far as I know, the Asian uh, Warcraft characters in the game are pandas.
0: Yeah, that's it. Yeah, weird. But yeah, the we also get introduced to Mediv because they need to call in the Guardian of Fall in order to protect things because orcs are crazy. And Mediv has again just vaguely defined power. He can like telekinesis someone against a wall, or he can just do a ritual and kill anything tainted by fell that's near him. Yeah, and he can just sense
1: things. Uh, also, he is carving a golem at the beginning of this
0: movie. Which is weird. I thought it was going to end up being the... Uh, the librarian? The librarian, or the whatever, that guardian in the... Yeah, the librarian. librarian.
1: That's that's the uh, the library fight, and you fight that giant librarian golem. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, the about. custodian. Yeah. Oh, is it the custodian? Fine, yeah. whatever. But it, in, any, in any event, no, it actually turns out to be an abyssal.
0: Yeah. Sort kind of. of. I mean, it's terribly Even stupid then, looking. not really? No, it but... looks...
1: Like... It looks like if an abyssal was brought to life by Ray Stantz telling Gozer not to to pull up an abyssal because it looks dorky. It has like a stupid cracked smiley face going on.
0: Yeah, it eh, it wasn't it, that anyway.
1: Great. Yeah, it turns into an... If you if you have no idea what we're talking about right now, that's fine. It looks yeah. like a big cracked onyx and and green energy demon.
0: But the big thing is. Because we meet him, and he's building a golem, you're like, "Oh, hey look, it's Chekhov's Golem. that's going to definitely happen later on."
1: Yeah, no way that's not a thing. yeah, anyway, we get to meet him and his butler Morose,
0: which is mostly just a little throwaway thing for anyone who's played the game. is like, also a job ah. for
1: also a job for uh, awesome character actor callum keith Rennie
0: and man, I really wish he had more to do in this than just be a butler
1: yeah, because i mean let's let's let it be known. he gets killed off in the movie. And uh, he does not come back to, to life as a cool undead butler who says funny things.
0: No. Nope. That does not happen, and I'm very sad about that. Yeah. So, I mostly want this movie to just be the Karazhan raid from World of Warcraft, and that's it.
1: Yeah. So basically, uh, Lothar encounters Cadgar. Cadgar is trying to steal information from a barracks. Yeah, he's like, oh,
0: I just wanted to study this body, and oh, he's tainted by the fell. But instead
1: of studying the body, I'm going to hang out in a room near the body until you show up. And then I guess... Ask you if I can keep studying the body? I don't know. It's very obvious that they just wanted the two main well, characters. Well, no, he got caught. He got, oh, he got caught and put in another yeah. room? Sure. The, but the end result is just that they didn't really want Cadgar and Lothar to get along at the start of the movie so they could like each other by the end. Yeah. So their intro has to be of the two of them being
0: kind of antagonistic, but it doesn't really play. Which would have been better had Lothar, say, caught him in the act of trying to... Uh, like study the body, and then they had to have sort of a tussle there. No, instead but he instead finds a instead, it's just in Rothar shows up and is like, hey, so what's going on? Oh, we found this guy. He was poking around one of the bodies. Okay, let me talk to him. And then when he goes to talk to him, he just like grabs him by the head, closes his mouth, and is like, oh, fuck you, mage! Oh, you're gonna get a noogie! Yeah. Which is, I guess, because people
1: don't like mages in this world. I, I don't know. I don't know. That's a weird... I feel like they had to do that so that the characters would you know, so that they didn't have to show mages all over the fucking place like you normally would in Warcraft. Yeah. Also, Kirin Tor is already flying in this world. Just, oh, yeah. The Dal- Dalaran is
0: already just a floating place.
1: Yeah, it's just a fly. I guess that's probably just because it's cooler. Yeah. That's fine. That's an okay change. I I don't care if it's always been touched down in some spot in the Red Ridge Mountains or whatever the hell. Man. Not Red Ridge. Whatever that is. <laughs> uh, why I, why do I care about World of Warcraft geography? Alterac. Oh, thank you. The Alterac Mountains. Anyway, it's flying all the time now.
0: <laughs> yes.
1: And there's maybe three wizards that live there.
0: Yeah, there are a couple of wizards, and you will definitely see maybe three or four of them.
1: Yep. All right, well, anyway, the two of them go off. They they talk to King Lane. King Lane sends them off to find Mediv. Mediv comes back. They capture an orc. They talk to the orc. Blah, blah, blah. Yep. Uh, and then we also get a story of Duratan realizing that... Uh, Duratan, by the way, being the head orc, like the leader of one of the mini clans of orcs.
0: Yeah, so he's the head of the Frostwolf clan, but he is not the, like war chief. So you have your chieftain of a clan and then the war chief which is like the head of all the clans.
1: Yeah, and that guy is Rend Blackhand. Yeah. Uh Rend Blackhand who is uh he's oh, I forget who played him. It was someone important.
0: Oh yeah, it was uh Garfield the Cat. Garfield the Cat playing playing
1: <laughs> Rend <laughs> Rend Blackhand.
0: Uh yeah, that was it. I'm uh, glad we got that.
1: Whatever. <laughs> anyway, so red, Blackhand in this movie is portrayed as a guy who's wearing two dragon spines as shoulder guards. So he has these dragon skulls on him and then like some spiny things that come off the back like a big prom dress. Yeah. Uh, and he's very mean and very early on in the movie, someone shoots his hand off with a cool gun.
0: Yep. And he's like, ow, that sucked.
1: Yeah. So anyway, he's a big, he's the big bad guy of the movie. The other main orcs, if you happen to be a fan of Warcraft lore, you get to see Duratan and you get to see Augrim Doomhammer. Yes. Uh, I think that's it. I don't think you get to see any other crazy orcs that you would know the names of.
0: Not really. You don't really get, like, a rog or anything.
1: Yeah. So, anyway, there's there's your primary orcs. Duratan is becoming disillusioned by noting that everywhere that Gul'dan goes and does his crazy warlock magic, he leaves behind just death, just dead ground. Yeah. So, there's...
0: he was like, oh, our planet is dying, and I think it's because of the fell magic, and we're just going to do it to this planet, too. We need to stop Gul'dan.
1: Yeah. But no one will listen to me, so we got to work with them humans.
0: Yeah, we got to get them humies out here and kill that golden.
1: Yeah. Anyway, they try to they set up a meeting between Goldan and the humans, and the reason they're able to have that meeting at all is because uh, you mean, Garina, Duritan, and the humans, Duritan and the humans, and the only reason that's able to happen at all is because uh, Garina had already been captured, and then ultimately brought over to the human side by how friendly their queen is. Yeah. Uh, So she helps them set up this meeting, and the meeting turns out to be an ambush.
0: Yeah, because Doomhammer betrayed him. Yes. He was like, oh, I didn't trust the humans, and I thought you were making a mistake, so I basically just ratted you out. And it turns out, nope, that was a real bad thing, because then, like, Gul'dan just decides to murder all the Frostwolf anyway. Yes, he decides to murder all
1: the Frostwolf. He sends a whole bunch of whatever faction black hands men all are uh to uh to kill or orcs all are to kill all the people who for some reason have decided
0: to have their big secret meeting in a crazy box canyon yeah like just dopes <laughs> well even then as they're walking in they're like man this place would be great for an ambush
1: yeah both sides are saying this as they're walking in man we should have really set some traps in here that'd be a great <laughs> idea look how good of a trap spot this is we should probably make sure we have like a bunch of archers up on top there because, man, we could totally trap some people in here. Oh, it's a trap for both of us. Oop. And then, uh, let's see, Medivh shows up to stop the fighting, which he does by very slowly casting a giant lightning wall.
0: Yeah, uh, and again, just sort of vague
1: powers. Medivh can do whatever he wants. It's fine. Medivh isn't a wizard. He's the guardian of Tirisfal. Yeah. It- it's okay. It's all right that he casts whatever dumb nonsense he wants. So he, ca- he-, he basically storms. And casts a giant lightning wall that no one can go through unless they push really, really, really hard.
0: <laughs> but uh, this makes it so that Lothar's son ends up getting trapped on the other side, where the orcs are, and he has to watch his own son get killed.
1: Yeah, well, he's yelling at Mediv the whole time. Yeah, he's but really. Mediv is
0: a- passed out because he's all weak from being corrupted.
1: Yes. So anyway, he watches his son get straight up gutted by uh, Black Hand by, by Black Hand, who throws, them, throws him, his son at the lightning shield like his sort of laugh. He's like, ha ha, look at that, I killed your son. Yeah. But she's still mad at Lothar because Lothar is the guy who shot his hand off. Yeah. Uh, okay, I've got it all put together in my head now. Good. Great. Anyway, the humans decide that they need to go kill Gul'dan. The orcs have also decided that they need to go kill Gul'dan. Uh, and they... Oh, what even happens here?
0: Okay. So, there's a point where Medivh Essentially, becomes fully corrupted, and he's got this cool pool of blue energy in Karazan and his tower. And so normally, whenever
1: a a well, what do we call them?
0: Yeah. So normally, whenever he runs out of power, he just goes back to his tower and kind of dips his hand or whatever into the well of power, and he gets some energy back, and that's great. But then he becomes corrupted, and he's sitting in the middle of the well, and all this green energy goes in and turns the well of power into fell energy, and then he gets, like, chin spikes? Yeah, he basically turns into one of the members of Slipknot. Yeah, so he he
1: gets all grody-looking. It turns him all gray, and his hair gets all stringy, and he gets chin spikes. Yeah. He, Uh, He really looks like a Slipknot, like, backup performer.
0: So... Then, of course, he shows up to King Lane looking normal and is like, oh, I feel so much better now. By the way, you should try and kill Gul'dan. I'll totally help you. Wink. Bye.
1: Yeah. Oh, and then Lothar's there the whole time going like, hey, you didn't help us earlier and you made it so my son got killed. And he's like, I don't care. He's like, Shut up. Hey, look at you. You're a big baby. Whatever. I'm don't- the guardian. Yeah, don't listen to Lothar. He's a big crybaby. Anyway, goodbye now. Yeah. Lothar gets locked up in a random jail cell.
0: However, Cadgar has sort of discovered the truth that someone from this side of the portal had to be chanting in order to open it up. Mm-hmm. So he's like, oh, someone from our side had to do it, and he realizes that Medivh is basically the only person that would have the knowledge to do that.
1: Guys, I just got to level 70 and ran Black Morass, and you are not going to believe what I just figured out. Holy shit, you guys. <laughs> uh. Uh, anyway, um, he... So he springs, Lothar.
0: Yeah, and they have to go stop Medivh.
1: Yeah. Meanwhile, the the humans have, it, w- along with Garina have banded together, and they've they've launched a raid to
0: kill Gul'dan. And boy, howdy, that's good times. Now, in the orc camp, Duratan shows up and is like, "Hey, I'm going to do mock with uh, Gul'dan. I'm going to do." one-on-one personal combat
1: oh first he establishes that his son is his son and wife are alive that they got that doom doom let them go
0: well yeah we know yeah. that yeah. back when he went to go kill all the frost wolves. when he
1: killed all the frost wolves draka and the future jesus of the warcraft yeah. universe have gotten away scot-free
0: yeah green moses gets put in a little basket and sent down a river
1: yeah meanwhile draka gets in a fight with a random orc in the stupidest fight in the movie Because she's like, okay, i got to put this baby in the water. The first thing I'm going to do is unsheath my sword that is unrelated to this and throw it into the ground near here. (laughs) Then, again, I did that for no reason, by the way. I'll take this basket off my back and put it in the water so this baby will float away. Then a random orc will show up and get my sword, which I threw, again, into the ground for no reason. Yay. I'll jump on him and bite him a whole lot, but ultimately I'll die because I was stabbed with my sword that I put in the ground for no reason. Yep draca
0: the death of draca yeah uh so yeah so uh duratan and guldan fight and this is one of those scenes that i i kind of didn't like mostly because they're like all right well it's 1v1 combat and you got to get into a fight there warlock and he just takes his cloak off and he's a huge orc oh yeah
1: he's all bulked
0: He's like, oh, yeah, uh, I guess you didn't know this, but I've got mad gains. Well, I, I think what I found
1: impressive about that is something I've always wondered, and which this movie answered for me, is all that crap coming out of Goldan's back, his back, or just a crazy cloak he's wearing?
0: Nope, it's his back.
1: He's it's got a bunch back.
0: of spines coming out of it. Yeah, him. he's
1: just got crazy super spines. Yeah, so... Which he... makes that cloak real hard to take on and off, I'm guessing.
0: Yeah, I can't imagine he ever gets that back on after no, he takes it off. That's pretty much the one time. They pretty much have to sew a new cloak on
1: around him <laughs> later on. <laughs>
0: Yeah, so they fight, and the reason I didn't like it is because Gul'dan is straight up big and just gets into a dick-kicking contest with Duratan, Which ultimately
1: he was going to lose. I mean, it's it's not like it's perfect. I mean, and, and Gul'dan, I'm going to go do bat for this fight. I thought this was kind of cool looking. It's neat to watch Gul'dan take the cloak off and flex, and I'm like, oh, okay. You are, after all, a raid boss. You're not just a warlock. You're like the first warlock. You've got some. You've got some cred. You should be able to be a big, strong dude who punches. I'm fine with this, but it, you're right. Ultimately, Duratan's like the king of the warriors. Yeah. So this this straight up get in there and punch each other contest. Well, the thing, the, the problem with that is that the whole mach mock, gora, as it's called, is doesn't make any sense in a culture where you literally do have DPS and healers and shit. it's like i want to get into makara but unfortunately i rolled priest and the only thing they allowed during makara's is dick kicking yeah why did i do this
0: well it's the orcs and of course that's just their thing yeah and the weird thing is at one point he's kind of getting his dick kicked is Gul'dan, and he's like oh i'll just use my warlocky powers and kind of suck a little bit of his soul out so he just keeps casting drain soul and the rest of the orcs are like hey that's cheating and i'm like it's 1v1 combat man he threw a flag down and accepted. There's yeah. a little circle, and now they're fighting a 1v1. Yeah,
1: you should. I, I was kind of hoping one of those orcs would be like, no
0: potions.
1: <laughs> uh, <laughs> but anyway, yeah, he wins by casting Drain Soul a bunch of times. Yeah. Really filling up his meters. And uh, every, all the other orcs are like, hey, hey, you're not allowed to cast cool spells. You have to get in there and melee.
0: Yeah, come on, warlock. Get in there and punch a dude. And then, of course, this makes like, four orcs go well we're not gonna follow you anymore which he immediately murders them and he goes all right everyone's still gonna follow me right and then everyone goes yeah yeah that seems fair we were as a crowd we had completely turned against you and we're like no fuck you gulden and then you killed like four orcs and we went never mind we don't care that doesn't even make sense for orcs in particular orcs should be like what fuck you you just killed four of our guys oh yeah he just straight murders four guys he, he, after they decide to turn against him. And the rest of the crowd goes, yeah, okay.
1: Yeah. Like, first he cheated at their cool sacred ceremony. Yeah. And and then he was like, well, well fuck you. I'll just keep cheating. And they're like, oh, okay, you're in
0: charge. Oh, I, I, guess. I guess they're scared of him, but still, there's a lot of them. No, but you don't even get a point where it seems like he's going to have to hold them off. Because as soon as he kills those like few little traitor orcs, mm-hmm. everyone immediately just goes, Oh, okay, yeah, I'm back on board. Yeah, I'm back on Team Gul'dan now. And that is the one moment
1: of glory for uh, Ogram Doomhammer right there, where he where he realizes he's changed sides entirely. And after uh, Duratan gets his ass just basically melted into into a, a barely alive skeleton by uh, by drain soul casting o- over and over again, Doomhammer is like, "What? Look at this guy fucking cheating! Are you guys gonna follow him? He's a piece of crap. I'm not following him. I'm a real orc." And everyone else is like, "Yeah, Doomhammer, yeah."
0: For but about five seconds. For
1: about five seconds. And then I don't even remember what happens to Doomhammer after that. I assume he gets killed. I don't remember. No,
0: he's fine. He's
1: fine? Oh, okay. Good for him.
0: Well, he has to be around for the next movie because Doomhammer and Thrall are. Buddies.
1: Oh, that's right. They're important buddies. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. Anyway, uh then the humans show up and there's a big battle.
0: And they fight. And they fight, 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 fight. The Itchy and Scratchy Show. <laughs> yeah, that's what happens. The Itchy
1: and Scratchy Show happens. Meanwhile, why don't we go ahead and do our Batman flashy symbol thing and cha- and head over to, yeah and head over to uh, Medivh's Tower at Karazhan where
0: Lothar and Cadgar have engaged Mediv as he is chanting to keep the dark portal open. That's correct, and they have to get him
1: to shut up. But anytime they get near him, he just blasts them with super magic and they go flying against a nearby wall.
0: So because they're fucking with him and he can't quite keep chanting. He zaps the golem, and the golem starts chanting it. So yes. he's like, here you go. I'll have the golem do it, so I don't need to do anything.
1: So they finally manage to chop the
0: golem's head off.
1: Uh, and then, uh, god, this is one of those crazy plot lines that's like, hey, what's, what's a mage do? Well, they always cast portals, I guess. So let's have him open a portal and then teleport the golem so it falls on Medivh.
0: Yeah, and then... Uh, oh, we get
1: to see one shot of Medivh turning into a demon, by the way.
0: Oh yeah, he starts turning into an actual like big Aridar looking guy. Yeah,
1: he's midway between Aridar and Dreadlord, if you're curious.
0: <laughs> you know, if you're one of those people that cares about that. Yeah, if
1: you want to know what your demon, if you know your demon types, because I-, I am one of those people, and uh, there's nothing that makes me sadder about this movie than the fact that we don't get to see Manoroth. Yep, I really wanted to see that fat giant demon centaur monster giving people his blood to drink. Right. That's, that's one of my favorite parts of that early lore. I wanted to see him come bursting through a wall with his blood and his Kool-Aid jug, you know?
0: <laughs> oh,
1: yeah. Oh, yeah. Blood. That would have been great.
0: But no. So <laughs> so the golem falls on him, and then Cadgar. earlier there had been a little passage that was, from light comes darkness, and from darkness, light. And by the he- way, I
1: delivered it in an uncredited cameo by Glenn Close.
0: Thanks, Glenn Close. Who's in this
1: movie. You don't even see her face in anything but a shimmery reflection for more than about 30 seconds.
0: Yeah. But uh, he then repeats that line while he's standing in the fell energy and manages to dissipate it. So somehow Cadgar gets to, I don't know. He has his
1: crowning moment of ultimate glory or whatever they call it on fucking TV tropes. Yeah, so he, he gets...
0: He, he gets-, gets to sit in the, the stuff and go, oh, instead of getting corrupted by fell energy, I will uncorrupt you. Bla-la. Yeah, he does the same. He does the, uh, the Superman
1: moment where someone puts some kryptonite on him, but he really wants to do the thing he's doing.
0: Yeah, and then he levels up.
1: Yeah. So he, he ultimate levels up, and uh, he unfells the room. And then cat or, or medieval's like, oh no, I used to be so evil. I done goofed. Oops! I'll I'll switch what I'm chanting so that the dark portal opens to stormwind instead.
0: Yeah. So the humans are like, oh shit, the portal's for stormwind. Let's get our people there. Which, okay, but hadn't Gul'dan already like murdered all of them in order to open the portal anyway?
1: Well, no, he needed to murder a bunch of them to open the portal. But I guess you need to keep murdering them in sequence to open. It's like. It's like putting gas in the car. Except when the portal was initially opening, I don't think he had even murdered much yet. No, we only saw him murdering one guy for fun earlier in the film when he was talking to Doomhammer. Yeah, And he no, was just I like, think... what's up, Doomhammer? I'm just going to keep murdering this guy while I talk to you.
0: Yeah, I'm just semi-murdering someone.
1: Yeah. Oh, by the way, at some point in here also, he gets real... M- oh, it's right after he gets real mad after he wins. He fake wins the mock Gara against Duritan. He gets real mad and shoots... Uh, rend black hand with extra magic so he'll turn into a monster
0: well yeah because he was a brown orc so he wasn't a fell tainted one yet so he's like here get all the fell be a huge hulk and here you go
1: here here have a bunch of a weird gross glowy claw hand
0: there you go we're gonna have your uh hand that got shot off you normally have like this claw thing like Mm -hmm. it's basically a fist weapon from the game yeah that he just strapped onto his stump and then like uh, it's like the his flesh kind of molded over it, so he's got a weird claw. He's got a see-through bone thing.
1: evil claw thing. Yeah. And his two dragon skull spine things, he's wearing his backpacky stuff, like meld to him as well. So he just turns into a big monster orc. Yeah. Who uh, gets killed in one sword swing in a fight by Anduin in just a second here. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, so he goes to murder King Lane, does Black Hand, and
1: oh, yeah, the uh,
0: so the portal ends up shutting down because eventually Medivh dies. He can't, uh, because he's got a fucking golem sitting on him, so he he dies. Mm-hmm. So, because he's not chanting, the portal closes, mm-hmm. and most of the people are through except for a few of the soldiers, King Lane, and Garona. Uh-huh. And he's like, Hey, Garona, uh, you remember when you said that if you had like killed my wife, you'd get a bunch of honor? You should totally kill me. And then these orcs will be like, hey, good job, and then they'll accept you, and then you can try and make them not murder all the humans, which is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Yeah, you know, it's super dumb. Basically, Rend Blackhand,
1: the evil super monster orc, is stomping towards King Lane to kill him. He's moving his own orcs and stuff just out of the way, so he can just kill, uh, King, kill King Lane.
0: Yeah, he's like, I want the honor of that. That's going to be me.
1: I want the honor of killing him. And so... Uh basically king lane's got this idea like well that guy's gonna kill me if he gets over here he hasn't seen anyone actually fight ren blackhand yet so he doesn't realize how shitty and weak of a giant monster he is (laughs) uh so he's like hey garona take your own knife and stab me to death with it that way you'll get all the honor and you'll be like in charge of these orcs right and and for a second i felt like she was gonna go no it doesn't work that way don't even but instead she's like "Um, okay she's like yeah sure that sounds like a solid plan yeah she fights him a bunch she doesn't want to kill him but eventually she does. She kills him off, and the other orcs are like, Whoa, she just killed that king, dude! And then they, they straight-up crowd-surf her over to Gul'dan.
0: And Gul'dan's like, Great, you're a cool orc now. Good job. Welcome back
1: to Orkdom. By the way, I'm still in charge.
0: Yeah. I was like, Oh, that was pointless. Yeah, that didn't do shit.
1: And then Anduin shows up to rescue the body of King Lane, yeah, he has a griffin,
0: and the griffin fights off some orcs. And
1: let's say right now, yeah, the griffin fighting orcs is the most badass thing in this movie. It's it's the one fight that's like, oh my god, that's rad! Look at that
0: fucking griffin just wreck fools.
1: Yeah, that 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 fight is awesome. There's a couple shots of orcs beating up humans that are really cool looking too, but that griffin tearing through orcs is the best.
0: So uh, he then has a mokgora with black hand, Duslothar.
1: Yeah. Well, he gets knocked out by a bunch of orcs, and then he wakes up to. Blackhand throwing him a sword and just going,
0: Mokgora. Yeah, so he's like, great, we're going to do this. We're going to have a 1v1, and this is going to take 10 seconds. Yeah. Because we're going to run at each other. I'm going to do a baseball slide between your legs, chop your nuts off, and you're dead.
1: Yeah, and then stab him through the back, I guess. Why not? And he just dies. That's the yeah. end of Ren Blackhand, the only fight you get to see him in
0: Yeah, he was as a, huge, a monster. Badass, giant monster, and he gets killed in, like, a hit.
1: By, by a nut shot.
0: Yeah, good job. You got killed by a stupid joke.
1: Uh, so, there you go.
0: It was uh, like the uh, the Johnny Cage-Goro fight. Right, and then
1: then Lothar picks up Lane's body and just starts walking towards his griffin, and Gul'dan's just yelling, kill him, kill him, hey, everybody kill him, and they're like, no, he just won the Makara.
0: Shut we, up. We
1: really shouldn't even have this ritual. This ritual seems like a really bad idea.
0: Yeah, it does. Like a really bad idea.
1: It's just like in Game of Thrones where they have that trial-by-combat shit. And it's like, oh, okay, so if I hire the biggest, craziest murderer, I can just get away with whatever I want because I have a big, crazy murderer? Sweet. That's a great idea. What a great system we've developed. <laughs> so that's uh. so this Makara thing, and so they let Anduin go, and he takes the body of King Lane with him, which is perfect because then he can find Garen his knife in his neck and get the wrong idea.
0: Oh, no. What a
1: great development. He really should just wrote, hey, let me see your knife real quick. I'm going to write a bunch of notes on it, then kill me with it. <laughs>
0: Uh, yeah, so there you go.
1: Or, hey, kill me with my own sword. That'll confuse the shit out of Edwin. Oh, that's <laughs> no going to be funny even as hell. Know what the fuck is going on. Yeah. <laughs> They'd be like, whoa, mind blown. <laughs> oh, by the way, before they rode off to this fight, we get one of the most extraneous cameos in the movie, which is uh, Lane and all of his men riding off to battle, and he passes by his wife on some dais, and next to him's a little boy, and he's like, hey, I know you'll take good care of my kingdom. Varian Rin Alright, <laughs> off I go.
0: Anyway. <laughs> Ding. <laughs> yeah. Uh man. So yeah, that that's that's warcraft. That's yeah.
1: warcraft for you. There's there's yet more endings and stuff at the end of it. You get to see uh you get to see baby thrall get picked up by some fisherman humans and he kind of challenges them as a baby. He does the the least impressive little hiss thing ever. Yeah. He's a boy. <laughs>
0: We also get to see, essentially, the forming of the Alliance because Lothar's like, Hey, everybody, King Lane's dead, but let's not have him die in vain. Let's form an Alliance. Ding!
1: Which works great because in, this, in the middle of this human city, the, his, uh, the funeral for King Lane, the front row seats are taken up by dwarves on one side and elves on the other. Yep. So the dwarves, as far as I can tell, the only dwarves you ever see in this movie are the Bronzebeard Brothers. Because you get to see the three of them punching each other and so on. There's one line that you hear during a big roundtable conference, which sounds very much like it was delivered by one of the, f- like, uh, what do you even call them? The the, the dwarves with the, the the griffins. Those those dwarves with the tattoos and stuff. The uh,
0: Wildhammer? Wildhammer.
1: You hear one going like, oh, make your own damn weapons or something. Which sounds very much like a Wildhammer dwarf. But otherwise, you just see the same three brother dwarves. And then you see the elves. And it, it's not just me, right, John? The elves in this movie are st- not just regular stupid looking But, like, they messed up. Stupid looking.
0: They are real weird looking. They went for full, like, uncanny valley, I feel uneasy looking at these elves. They look like, and and this is a problem
1: because it doesn't fit the the time scheme in the movie. instead
0: of being high elves, they very much also look like blood elves. They're
1: very obviously blood elves. They're bright pink, and the one time one of them talks, you can see his, like, crazy blood gums and his glowy jewel bits and so on. Yeah, it's kind of weird. So that's that's why one of the major characters from the lore of this period, uh, Lothar's wife or lover or whatever, Alaria Windrunner, has been cut from the movie because she's an elf and she would have to be super creepy looking to match the other elves.
0: Yep. Or she, they could just go the Garona route and be like, no, she's just the sexy elf. Yeah, she's the one elf that
1: doesn't have crazy stuff going on. She just looks normal. By the way, so Garona in this definitely not half Draenei, right? She's She's half human and they just don't want to deal with it.
0: Yeah well, she's half something, they'd never get into it, and they're like, you know, we don't care. Yeah, she might we don't want to med- introduce the idea of Drenai. We really don't want to introduce the idea of the Burning Legion. There's a lot of shit we're just going to go ahead just and glossed. hand wave. I don't
1: even know why they bothered putting Drenai in the beginning of this movie for, for to have their life force sucked out. They could have just had big pits of animals, and it would have been fine. They were like, you're going to use all these animals and these
0: worse orcs. to Yeah, open them- no, but I think, I think having the Drenai there, they were like, hey, everyone who plays this game, wink, and that yeah. was... Several of the things in there were just kind of like, hey, wink, we're not going to use this in any way, but just, just so you know. Yeah, it's just,
1: uh, to me, it feels like it shuts off one of the more iconic images from showing up in a sequel to this movie, which is the Drenai fuck off paladin. You know, the guy, oh, giant yeah. l- linebacker guy in his crazy jewel armor, just like hefting a big football sized jewel as a hammer and like looking through a cool magic book. You're never going to see that because the Drenai in this world are wimps, they're, they're, <laughs> they're blue power source idiots.
0: Eh, those are just the ones that are captured. I, yeah, like I the mean, last those, of them. Well, yeah, I mean, those are the ones that were I, probably just in, like, horrible Draenei camps.
1: Yeah, well, in any event, I, I guess we might as well talk about the best and worst.
0: Yep, so let's go ahead and say the best thing. What was the best, the highlight of Warcraft for you, Jeff? I, I'm going to go ahead and say it was the
1: physicality and the design of the orcs. And the fact that they gave the orcs a story at all.
0: Yeah, I mean, you kind of had to. But I'm glad that they got... The orcs felt different than your standard fantasy orcs, at least. Well, they're also
1: visibly way bigger than humans. Yes. like, And that's the thing that's changed from the, movie, or the game. Because in the game, they're a little bigger than humans, but not so much that you would care or notice. No. Um, especially because you don't really see them standing next to each other all that often. Uh, but in the movie, they're hulking monsters. They're all, like, eight feet tall. So they're these giant, beefy, very broad, all carrying super heavy weapons... So when they're fighting the humans, you get this feeling that it's never just, oh, their swords are clashing. It's never just a sword fight. It's you get the fuck out of the way when an orc swings at you, or it will turn you into paste.
0: Yeah, the, the few times where someone tries to, like, oh, I'm going to block this thing, the orc just straight murders him. It doesn't matter.
1: Yeah, so I thought that was kind of cool. I thought that was a, a great way to make the two races look very visibly different. And yet they still manage to convey a sense of, uh, uh, not humanity, but, but life and, and nobility to the orcs. Okay. Yeah. So I thought that I'm going to say that was my favorite thing.
0: All right. Yours? Uh, Best thing in this for me was mostly the, whenever they weren't just in a hallway or in a tent or something like that, the actual settings, like when they would pull back and you'd see like storm wind or... Elwynn Forest or anything like that, when you'd actually see the larger setting of it, Mm -hmm. was so gorgeous. Yeah,
1: it was very pretty. They did a great job on the, the environmental design.
0: Yeah, so all of the actual settings, great. Absolutely great. I loved it. The orc stuff looked really good, you know, whenever they were setting up their encampments and the cities were great, all yeah. that, very oh, that,
1: that, reminiscent of the game. That outdoor shot, they, they did outdoor shots of Ironforge and of Stormwind, and they were both just gorgeous. Oh, yeah. Ironforge in particular looked amazing. They did an amazing job on that that establishing shot with a huge mountain pass leading up into the, the buildings built into the mountains. It was just beautiful. Oh, yeah. Really neat to see a dwarf city that's not ruins, because that was the thing in Lord of the Rings is, you know, you get to see Casa Doom, but it's just gray rocks.
0: Yeah. And so that was definitely for me. The fact that, you know, even if you go into the throne room for Stormwind, it looks like the the, uh, Stormwind throne room, and it's got, like, the huge lions and everything's crazy large. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, oh, this is great. Okay, it was was very pretty. So uh, environmental design. That was definitely the best for me. The worst, though, for you, Jeff? Uh, Let's see. I'm going to go ahead...
1: Hmm. I don't know. You go first on this one. I need to think about this, because there's okay. a lot I didn't
0: like. The the worst thing for me was the tone.
1: Okay, yeah, yeah. That's the, good.
0: The tone was so dour and serious in a property that is so full of humor that it just felt like they missed the point on so many things. Like, you can have serious moments. You can have some actual, like terrible clashes between enemies and people having like real emotions but warcraft is such a root in the humorous that leaving that out i feel was a big mistake and so that was probably the worst thing for me is it just didn't feel very warcrafty and i'm probably going to have a worst that's
1: very similar to that because one of the things about this movie that left me feeling flat was something that always leaves me feeling feeling flat in these fantasy adaptations Turning magic into just blue energy and being done with it. Yeah. They're just like, okay, granted the mages in this do cast mage portal an awful lot. Yes. Like they're always teleporting around. Apparently it's quite hard to do. I had no idea. Huh. Um, but anyway, they're always doing that. But otherwise, and there's one shot of one of them turning into a sheep or turning things into a sheep, and there's another shot of a what appears to be a blinding flash of like a pyroblast or something that burns a lot of paper.
0: Yeah, well, there there's definitely a fireball cast. Yeah, and that's about. But it. But
1: otherwise, it's just blue telekinesis, and you're done. And I'm like, come on, this is if you're ever going to play, pick a, a story where you should expand on the fact that everyone pushes these buttons and they do cool spell effects, and they all know about it. This is the one to do it. Yeah, like have him cast pyroblast, and actually have him say, "Oh, I'll cast pyroblast."
0: No, have because the fact that you've even established that there is a society of mages that are all basically like a university of them, Mm -hmm. they would have established things like, oh no, it's not just you learn magic by manipulating whatever, it's, no, today you're learning this spell, and then you'll learn this spell.
1: Yeah. I I normally, I I feel like people are going to argue with me on this, and that's fine. It's okay to have a viewpoint one way or the other. I, I don't like how they muddled down the fact that there are classes that are delineated training regimens that exist in this in this universe into just, oh, there's warriors and there's blue telekinesis guys.
0: Yeah, we didn't get an SI-7 for the rogues. We didn't get I mean, anything.
1: I, I mean, I, I'm okay without the SI-7 and, you know, the, the sillier stuff. But, uh, granted, it would be kind of fun and funny. And, be-
0: that, and again, that was my thing, is I wish they did have a little bit more of that.
1: Yeah, but... Uh, but there's nothing instead. Instead, it's just dour warriors and then dour wizards. And that and that's all. And, and Warcraft has always been more, about way more than that. I mean, Grant, this game doesn't have a... Or this game, this movie, doesn't have a priest in it. Nope. And priest... And that's the same thing in, in Dungeons & Dragons movies, by the way. They never bother with a priest.
0: Nope. No cleric in there. Yeah. And it's it just makes you notice it by its lack. Yeah. Like, the fact that there's no priest or paladin, there's no mention of the light nothing
1: there's one shot of a of a guy jumping off uh, an orc jumping off of his frost wolf and directing it to go get in a fight on its own and then he goes off and gets in a different fight and i was like oh look at that this guy might actually be a hunter this is i'm 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 so rooting around for something that will connect me to the game that this is based on that uh that i'm willing to like extend that courtesy to her i'm like oh that's a that's a hunter okay all right that's neat neat huh.
0: Okay. I mean, he doesn't use a ranged weapon at all, but whatever. Well, He's one me- of those newfangled melee hunters. Yeah, I've heard those are coming back in a big way. <laughs> He's well, going to raptor strike somebody. Yeah, mongoose
1: bite or whatever. I don't remember. <laughs> I, I played in vanilla. What do I know? Uh, all right. Well, anyway, uh, there you go. So, yeah, my least favorite is the fact that they, they doled all the classes down to nothing and turned magic into blue telekinesis.
0: Okay. So, let's get the rating. We already got yours. We got a 2.5 from you. Oh, yeah.
1: That was for the people who didn't listen to the spoilers. Or don't want to listen to spoilers, fuck them. The actual rating is a two. (laughs) Great. Yeah, I was lying to the people at the beginning. (laughs) Liar. Right? Yeah.
0: I'm a horrible man. Yeah. Well, I'm going to give this a 2.5. It wasn't like I didn't hate watching it, it just was sort of boring. I got very
1: bored. I, there were points in this movie where I thought, oh, this is a logical spot for a cut to credits. And I'd be like, yay. And then some more crap would just be happening. It'd just be two more people talking about nothing. And I would just put—I was just putting my head in my hands. I was just like, ugh. Oh, okay. Oh, I can't check my cell phone. All right. Uh. <laughs> so I, this is definitely a two for me because it just wasn't propulsive enough.
0: Okay. Yeah, I'm still giving it a 2.5. Yeah, I'm it not was, arguing with you. It was, it was enough that I could watch it and not hate it. Yeah. So, meh. That's about all I can ask for mmm so a, four and a half, 4.5 from us for this out of ten not that great really kind of kind of bad actually yep so I guess I guess what we're saying is maybe don't go see this yeah don't worry about it if you're worried that they won't get a sequel if
1: you don't go see it don't be because China paid like a hundred and thirty million dollars on the opening weekend for this thing
0: oh yeah China went goddamn crazy over this so great they're getting a sequel it's basically like pacific rim like pacific yeah. rim made all of its money in china yeah and that's why it gets a sequel so
1: don't worry about that you didn't get to see arthas and illidan and what have you because there's no way that doesn't happen next
0: yeah also probably in the sequel like at least a third of the people will be chinese
1: oh yeah well no what they'll do is they'll just film one scene in china and it'll also star fan bing bing <laughs> and <laughs> And Jackie Chan or something. I I don't know. I can only name two actual jet Chinese celebrities. There you go. And uh, <laughs> and they'll just be like, ah, I am glad to be in China. This is my favorite tech and innovation center. Enjoy this Pepsi at this Museum of Warcraft. And then they'll just run off back to Warcraft, and they'll be <laughs> fine.
0: Uh yeah. All right. Well, <laughs> that was
1: Warcraft. Hey, our podcast just got banned in China. I just got the news.
0: Oh no. <laughs> We had such a huge listener following in China, too. I think
1: we have something like five or six listeners in China. Because I, 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 I can track by region, and I think we actually do have a few.
0: Well, sorry about that, you five or six people. Sorry, guys. So, <laughs> yep, yeah, that was that was Warcraft. Yeah. we uh, We thank you very much for your support. We only get to do this because of the support of listeners on Patreon. That's why we get to do the in-theaters and bring it to you. So thank you very much for everyone who has supported us, either with money or just listening to the show. We love all of you. And if you want, you can suggest movies for us to watch. Either uh, look out for the polls that go up at the beginning of every month for the in-theaters, or you can go ahead and find our Movie Mastery list where you can suggest a movie for us to watch that is not in theaters. You can suggest whatever you want. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, well, that's going to be the next one. We can't do two in theaters now in a month. Nope. So next time we're going to be watching some random, horrible crap from the 70s or 80s. Yeah,
0: or maybe not. Maybe I'll be in uh, Ireland by then. Who knows? Oh, that's right. we got to get... Oh, man. When do you... Uh, never mind. Well, Why am I asking you this? Hey, everyone listening. If you're in Ireland, I don't know. We've probably got some people in Ireland who's there. I want to be in your country. Come find me in Ireland. <laughs> the whole thing. Here's a list of my fears. <laughs> <laughs> Irish people talking to me at random. <laughs> yeah. Yeah random people talking to me also uh giving having someone give me a beer and some money i hate that that's my fear that's my worst fear please don't do that oh uh, all right well
1: my worst fear is that you won't come and visit us at systemmasterypodcast.com dot com or send us emails at to at gmail at gmail.com look at or, that
0: smooth fucking segue
1: thank you <laughs> Or on Facebook or on Twitter. That was like a car talk level segue.
0: Yeah, that was good. I uh-huh. like that.
1: Yeah. Anyway, Facebook, Twitter, we're all G- we're all system mastery all over them. And I just made a brand new system mastery subreddit. Ooh, we have a subreddit. That's how you know you've made it. Well, I made it, so it doesn't fucking count. Yeah, that's
0: how you know you made it. Yeah, you I made it. a yeah. subreddit.
1: If one of you guys had made a System Mastery subreddit by now, I would have been thrilled. But it's okay, listeners. I did it. It's fine. I it's took,
0: okay. I took care We'll just it. sit here in the dark in our subreddit by ourselves. We don't need you to yeah, do it. You can it.
1: find it. It's, the subreddit is called, I don't know how you describe those things over the internet so, or, or over the air. So r slash System Mastery? Just, yeah, it's r slash System Mastery. Thank you. There you, you. go. There it is. You can find that. That's going to be a great new source if you want to ask us questions that maybe won't make it onto a show, you think. Like if you want to engage us in discussion or whatever, you can find us there, engage with us. Post- or you can some, ask some afterthought questions yeah, there. No, there. That is another spot where we actually will find afterthought questions. I'm just saying it's a better spot for, or it's a good spot for engaging in long form discussion because I'm actually planning to use it for that. Uh, or you can ask hot dog questions or whatever the hell you want to do that has to do with us or doesn't have to do with us. Heck, if you're if you've been sending us your podcast for months and, and you're getting mad at us and we never listen to your podcast,
0: Well, sorry. I'm not going to, so we, shut up about it. Po- post it there. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great place to put it. You know where else you can put it? Up your ass. Anyway. Oh f- <laughs> <laughs> trying to engage the fan base. Uh, yeah, well, the fan base can engage these nuts. Uh,
1: anyway, maybe you should outro before you completely ruin it. <laughs>
0: Thank you, everyone, for listening to us. We will be back in a couple weeks with more Movie Mastery, but until then, you have a wonderful week.